0: back on that conversation earlier about the guy who was kind of saying you know technicals don't work and blah 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 um i think he just doesn't have a understanding just like i don't think I, i don't have an understanding of the full kind of the full process that that the fundies trade right but i think for people that don't use technical analysis i think they assume that that are a silly little technical analyst right we we dress up in black robes and light candles and then we see something on a chart and then once we see it on a chart we make a prediction we're like we're gonna go long where in reality we're we're like we're making adjustments right are we not it's one of the things that caught me that he said is like well you, you just can't predict and predict and predict and I always like to say we're predictive in our analysis. We're reactive in our execution, right? We're predicting, but then we're we're waiting, right? We're not just predicting and saying, oh, I, I'm going to buy it right here because of a head and shoulders. No, we're we're coming into the market and we're saying, okay, this looks like it could be a head and shoulders. If we violate that yellow line, then we have confirmation of that head and shoulders. Then I'm going to look for this and that to get involved, right? We're, we're looking for that confirmation because at the same point, we 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 at this point we know exactly what we're going to do whether the market goes up or down, and we're not really making a prediction, right? Cody's not looking at this saying, "Hey, I want to buy, I want to sell." At this moment, perhaps he's saying, "Hey, you know, if we if we break that." Line to the upside, that's a valid head and shoulders. I know from historical testing that when I see this very specific pattern, right, history has told me that this is more likely to happen than that. But if price action breaks that bottom line and gives us a, a lower, lower, lower close to the downside, then, right, history has told me that that's confirmation of a bearish trend. I should look for this, right? We're not bullish or bearish right now. We just have ideas and we're ready to act, we're ready to react no matter what happens in the market. I think people that are unfamiliar with technical analysis, they look at this and they're like, okay, so head and shoulders, I should buy it right now? No. You shouldn't buy it right now. You should have a theory, an idea. You should prepare. But then you wait for the market to confirm that idea. What I think is silly, here's what I think is dumb, right? And I don't don't mean to bash the, the, the fundamental traders. I think it's dumb to predict a news event. I'd much rather look at a chart and wait for the charts to tell me a story than be like, hey, we got uh, unemployment claims coming out in about 20, 28 minutes. I think the number is going to be this, so I'm going to buy it right now. That's a blind prediction in my opinion. At least we have something to base off of. Right? People need to understand that the market's the markets, right? The price chart, <clears throat> excuse me, is a visual representation of everyone involved, right? The markets react based on how people react. I, I I'm not comfortable in advance putting money at risk based on trying to predict how people will react to a number. I would I would more likely I, I would I would enjoy I do enjoy more looking at a chart because at least like historical price action and people get a big well what does historical price action have to do with current price action historical price action tells you how people have reacted in the past right why is the two hundred EMA important. Can anyone, can anyone tell me the, the, the technical principles of why a 200 EMA is important? It's not important at all, but people think it's important. And if people think it's important, and if people consistently react a certain way every time a 200 EMA is, is, has been hit, and if you look back and you historically see that every time this 200 EMA is hit, people react a certain way, I think it's fair to make the prediction that the next time this two hundred EMA is hit, people will react a certain way. And I'm not an EMA person, but that's how it works—psychological. <laughs> but it's 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 psychology that could be proven. It doesn't. We don't know how it's going to react, but. We can look in the past, and if you if you have tested, if you looked at just, just random numbers, if you looked at a 1,000 situations where price hits the 200 EMA, and if, if, if price has reacted a certain way 80% of the time, is it not fair to assume that if price action hits this EMA in the future, there is a better chance that it's going to react this way versus that way? Is that not fair? I think that's a logical assumption. Right? For you guys that who 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 drive who drives to work every day? Anybody? Or do you catch the train? Anybody, what do you do? You drive, you catch a train, what do you guys do? You drive to work, right? When you put your key in the car and you turn it, do you assume it's going to start? Why do you assume it's going to start? What has told you that's going to start? history because it started 99% of the time you've did it before. Is it going to start every time? No, right? Public transportation, right? Why do you go to the train station at a certain time? Because you assume the train or the bus, whatever you're catching, is going to be there at that time. Why? Because it is scheduled to be there at that time. And historically, it has gotten there at that time, blah, 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 times in the past. Are there days where it could be late? Yeah. I was going to say, I remember in London, I kept hearing stories, oh, train's late today, someone else got pushed into the tracks. I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? So not every time, but more times than not, it's going to be on time-ish, unless you're in London. So I think that's, I think that's the whole misunderstanding is that people assume that when you make a prediction, we're, we're assuming we're going to be right, um, as, like every time. That's not the case. We're just, we're just playing the probabilities. We are no different than a casino, right? Why do casinos make money? Because they have the edge in every game, which means they're more likely to win than you. And they don't win all the time. But over time, they're consistently putting themselves in a position where they are more likely to take your money versus you make uh, take money from them. And that's what we're doing in trading. We're looking at historical probabilities. We're looking at odds. We're looking at very specific pattern formations, price action pattern formations, which is based off human activity. And we're saying to ourselves, historically, when I see this or when price reacts like this, this is the most likely outcome. And when you add that with proper risk management, so when you put yourself in a position where, and again, you don't have to win more than you lose in trading, but just for this example, if you put yourself in a position where not only do you win more than you lose, but your risk management is set up so that when you win, you win more than what you give back when you lose. The only question you should be asking yourself is how many, how many, how many times can I find this damn pattern? Just give it to me more because the odds are in my favor. Just give it to me more. I said I wasn't going to get into a fundamental rant today. See what you guys did to me? See, Zach, with an H. I blame you now. I'm with Zach.